Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I'm your host, David C. Robertson, and this, the man who once saw himself naked on an episode of Homeland and thought nothing of it, Jason. <laughs> Hi. Howdy. Hi. <laughs> so this is our super spoilery uh, review of uh, Supergirl 103, yeah. Fight or Flight. Oh, or, you, uh, you've already pulled as, out... The, um, you've already pulled out the most, the most what the hell moment of the show for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a bit at the end there where, um, where Kara and her sister are, are apparently watching Homeland. Which, right. Um, yeah, Melissa Benoist was on Homeland, and and she <laughs> she weren't clothed, y'all. She weren't. Um, I I. It's it's it maybe just the ballsiest nod I've ever seen because I would have thought the producers would kind of want to keep you know downplay that a little bit. I, yeah. Normally that's what television producers do. They do like especially when they're trying to craft an image for somebody, they kind of you know, weed out the other crap. This would seem like it would be in the other other crap pile. I, I'm I, I mean I'm down whatever. It doesn't bother me one way or the other. You know she's an actress. Yeah, sure. She's had jobs. I don't give a damn. Um, she's doing right. a fine job with this. Like this doesn't take away anything for me that she was in Homeland. But mm-hmm. calling it out, that may be, that's like Babe Ruth pointing at the left left stands, man. That is, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I mean, I don't know baseball terminology, but that sounds right. That's ballsy. Um, <laughs> so, um, I gotta say, I, I, I really did, I liked, um, I liked the fact that she's just texting Superman. The the imaging or the the instant messaging yeah, at the like end. Yeah, the little yeah, the little instant messaging, the little I aim, liked it. whatever you call. It. I, yeah. I I actually I I went back and forth and I was watching it with a girlfriend and she actually sat there and and she <laughs> did Superman just send an emoji or her exact words. Yep. It's like no, Clark Kent did right. Superman would never um, send an emoji, but Kent by the way, being familiar with the ways of emoji. Yeah, big uh, <laughs> well done to James Olsen this episode for. Telling Toy Man Superman's secret identity. Right? <laughs> oh, God. That's not going to come back to be a problem. I'm telling you, count the shots. Count the times you look over and see when all hurt because she refuses to acknowledge his feelings. Yep. Uh, how many uh, how lick, licks does it take to get to the center of a Toy Man? Yep. I mean, we know that like his his father, who is Toy Man, has been cast Mm-hmm. As far as the show is concerned, but he's gonna become Toy Man. Oh yeah, it's gotta be. He's gonna be. Toy I listened Man. to the commentary I mean, for they the 
I think I already said this. They did a, uh, there's a producer's commentary version of this thing on CBS.com, or there was. And mm-hmm. they were very proud of those toys being on his desk. They specifically pointed to it as part of the set dressing. They were, they made sure they got in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, man, I mean, they went out of their, they are going out of their way to hurt this guy. Like, at this little celebration thing that Cat Grant threw this episode, mm-hmm. like she, he's dancing with her, and James walks up and is like, "Can I have this dance?" And she's like, "Do you mind?" And Wynn's like, <laughs> "And he was totally killing it. He was killing, he was it, killing it over it. there. Looked like he was being charming as all hell. Left to his own devices, I think he might have made some progress that night. But no, mm-hmm. Jimmy comes swaggering again. in again. This is Supergirl we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why he wants to make progress." I'm pretty sure he's probably never touched a girl before, and this would probably rip his dick right off. Accidentally. I I would like to think she has more grace. I'm going to choose to think she has more grace. No, man, that throws a passion. You can't can't ever be certain of anything. (laughs) Just can't ever be certain of anything, and I would be afeard. It's just me. All right, all right. Mm, I'm not sure I'm smart enough to be afeard. (laughs) Just not. I'm very cautious. Caution to the wind, my friend. Caution to the wind. Uh, <laughs> Plus, you know, it's not like it, it, like Wynn's liked her for a while. It's not like he liked Supergirl. He liked Kara before she was ever anything that was that special. He just thought she was special for being her. He's got the genuine cool backstory as far as, you know, the relationship would go. Yeah, yeah. He has I mean, I like, know, street cred, really. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not downing him for his feelings or anything. It's a fine thing. That's a fine thing. Um, you know, if he wants to trust her that far, all right, well... Mm-hmm little beyond what I could do, but hey, man, hats off to you. Right. But this James Olsen bullshit, this dude is just just traipsing in. Like, <laughs> no, man, I can't get behind that shit. <laughs> Wynn anyway. should be a supervillain. Yeah, that's what we're saying is it's it's going it, to, there will be a, a culmination of this. Their comeuppance is nigh. I don't know how nigh, because oh, yeah. I don't know how quickly they're going to run with these episodes. We don't know. Like, you remember Arrow season one? Just shit happened yeah. all the time. Like episode yeah. four, he gets arrested for being the vigilante. I mean, three or four? Fuck, I don't even. It was quick. Yeah, it was like three. It was like the third episode. That was like <laughs> this is what we loved though about Arrow season one was shit happened, and yeah. we don't know yeah. if this is going to be one of those shows or if it's going to be like the way you described seasons one through three of Smallville. Just yeah, took them a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't know which speed, which timing we're going to work at yet. So I don't know when. I don't know exactly how to guess when we're going to get. Any version of Toy Man? Well, we'll get his father at some point. I'm sure we could look at casting mm-hmm. calls to get that one. Sure. But sure. We don't know when we're going to get him, but we're calling it. It's happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wynn's going to wind up being Toy Man at some point, I, I, I would assume. And it would be kind of sad, too, because that means that that actor won't be a part of the main cast probably anymore. Yeah. I will hate to see him go. You know what they yeah. will probably do, though? They'll, he'll be Toy Man in secret, so you'll have the dual personality thing going on. So you'll you'll have him. Mm. You'll have his regular little cast thing, but then there'll be those extra on-screen looks, the little Hank with the red eyes kind of looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Speaking Hank, of with, the Hank red with the red eyes. eyes. They, How they you did, feeling? They did, yeah, they did that again. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, look, we're talking about a, a villain who, in the books, is considered one of the Green Lantern cores, not just a cores villains at some point. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah, he's a Red Lantern. Yeah, isn't he? Uh, yeah. I forget which color Lantern, but. Um, Red Lantern. He he is not to be trifled with in the in the uh, source material. So um, yeah, like in I theory, mean, he's a, he's maybe one of the strongest people 
on the cast right now. And if you're if you're just going by uh, you know source code or source material theory. Well, I mean, to be fair, source material. This dude was nothing but a joke until the like the reign of the Superman. Well, yeah. I mean, he was nothing but a Fantastic Four satire. <laughs> yeah, no. But until he was Cyborg Superman. But someone finally did something real with him, and when they when they did it, he was uh, he was powerful. I don't remember what they did. Didn't they just like put General Zod inside of him or something? I don't remember. No, I don't think it was that straightforward. <laughs> I think it was like um, I forget even how he got to got really to space, but it was a big convoluted set of crap happening. Like he he had Kryptonian DNA, and then he ended up with a cyborg. Th- oh, fuck, I don't remember. But he somehow ends yeah, up being like a like combination a... of 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 brutal metallo like yeah. technology combined with actual. Actual super like Kryptonian DNA, and he, he manages to keep several of the traits on either side of that. Yeah, I I thought it what it was is um like because Hank Henshaw was had like put his consciousness into a computer, and I thought he had gotten he'd found his way into the Kryptonian technology in the Fortress of Solitude and got himself into the birthing matrix uh, of the Eradicator or something. The Eradicator is involved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I think that's how he what gets ifs? into space. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. We lost track yeah. of him. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy to lose track. <laughs> There's a lot of people. 75 years worth of canon. Eh, not that much with him, but whatever. So, uh, Reactron. What did you think of, uh, of, what did you think of Reactron, buddy? Eh, he was good. Um, someone online called him Overreactron. I like that. Yeah, that was good. Um, I don't know whose joke that was, but. Not a mind. You know what? I as soon as I saw him, I just thought of uh, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> that asshole that we hated on the uh, '90s Flash that had the uh, oh. scoring. Actually, I hated him. Uh, you didn't, but like <laughs> I, did, I didn't mind him. But yeah, I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. He he was like the um, God. What was his name? Was his name Joe Klein or I can't remember. Oh. I really I, I'm never gonna remember. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Uh, he was a poor man's Kurt Russell is how I remember. He was. He was. And, and actually, um, he reminds me of, and maybe two people will understand what I'm talking about, the catcher with the bad knees in the major league films. It's exactly who he looked yeah. at. Okay. Well, I'm going to call that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the major leagues. I don't I think I've ever seen them. Oh, um, yeah. It was, so. a, it was a going into every little league year. It was a tradition. We'd rent Field of Dreams in major league. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um... I think I kind of hate her sister. She was growing on me a little bit. I I don't know what it is. Like she's a, she's like they've kind of waffled with her. Like either she's supportive of Kara or she's not. Just please make it one or the other. Right. Um. I, well. I don't know. Even even here, she's not that bad. I mean, she. No. Just, she is no. just kind of coping with the idea. She's only had. I mean, the way I'm saying it right now is they got over the major hump in the first one. Um, right. By the end of the second one, she was already like hooking car up with uh, at least the projection the old technology that had her mother in it um, mm-hmm. and by episode three she's clearly hanging out in the little office layer they've created which sounds incredibly risky just stupid risky mm-hmm. it's terrible mm-hmm. I don't I mean are we really that sure there's not a couple of other people who figured out that this room is available like there's gonna be surely people are having office sex in this room right I would assume yeah then again there's at least an no office stoner somewhere that... that's gonna walk in and go wow this has changed right like no one's figuring out that you know they're living right next door to Kara. Right. Yeah. That that's got to be confusing. 
who's just leaping out of buildings and flying away. Well, you know, they they just can't see her because they don't want to believe there's a hero in there. I can't, I can't even mist. get through the sentence. Yeah. I can't yeah. even get through the yeah. sentence. <laughs> I was going to say it's because they're too busy watching Melissa Benoist on Homeland. Right. <laughs> Going, was oh. that the girl that lives upstairs? No, there's no way. Yeah. Because if it was, that would be super. <laughs> Did you think um, Cat Grant? Hmm? Did you think Cat Grant was bitchy even for Cat Grant in the opening scene? Um, she made some damn fine points, I'd say. Well, she did, but even for Cat Grant, that seemed pretty aggressive. Hmm. No quarter, no quarter given, not one fuck offered. No, it's Cat Grant. Yeah, that's fair. It's Cat Grant. Now, I mean, you know, and uh, her and Maxwell Lord's little dance was just kind of weird. Yeah, felt, I felt enjoyed awkward. him. You actually liked him. I in. Yeah, I did enjoy him. Yeah, he's he's not castable to me yet. Like I think I might be able to get used to him if um, they they gave him a couple of clever lines. I enjoyed a couple of things about him, but he kind of just looks like the douchey quarterback in a bad '80s movie. Huh? I didn't. No, I didn't see that. Or '80s movie? No, didn't see that. No. Mm. I, I I it's just something I was gonna have to get over. I I watched him. Never once did I think of Ted McGinley <laughs> or Bradley Whitford. <laughs> all right fine i mean i don't know what to tell you it it happened and it was a little bit of a casting problem for me that's all actually you know what i'll get past you know what he reminded me of? he reminded me of uh well i hate to say it again but uh poor man's tony stark is so far that's pretty much it also the reactron suit is just a poor man's stark tech right that's what it looks like yeah i mean he didn't make that though so to be fair yeah but uh, yeah, it kind of looked like uh, it kind of reminded me of Whiplash, right? A bit. Very specifically, uh, Whiplash. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't an arc reactor; it was a nuclear reactor. And I'm still not sure exactly how her putting burning lead on melting it over her hand actually did anything to help with that. But okay, I, I, yeah, I just I was just I gonna mean, roll with it. Man. I was thinking more of like grab it and throw it into the molten lead, and then freeze breath it or something but okay well she's clearly still working on the freeze breath she she brings that up several times yeah i know i know i know um i it is not for me to understand how to shut down a uh chest-sized nuclear reactor Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't give two shits if people don't believe there's a hero in their mists but (laughs) if you have like a three times larger than life-size blown up cover of supergirl and Supergirl with glasses on, standing, standing right, right next to it. it. Somebody's gonna go, "Hey, somebody!" Yeah. yeah, it's it's. That's why in the comics, I always liked the idea that like it wasn't just the glasses. It was also that while they were, you know, while he was Superman, while she was Supergirl, they were kind of vibrating in a supersonic speed. That or was something the best thing. Kind of blur their face. Yeah, yeah. So no one ever really had a clear shot of Superman. He was always just moving his face just fast enough to make sure that you couldn't get a clear image. Which always made sense to me which i assumed also would kind of tweak his voice in the way that like you remember flash season one when he shows he can do the thing with his his voice sure and it always made me like it always seemed more realistic to me that like in the comics when he's superman his eyes only look like squints <laughs> it's like there's like two big black lines mm-hmm. cool <laughs> it's because he was blurry <laughs> i was good with that i mean I, I i liked that method it was really my favorite mm-hmm. so far i'm hoping she kind of Catches on to some voice throwing or something because I'm not gonna nah. I'm not gonna buy that. By the way, did you realize um, 
this is a problem you would have as Supergirl that Superman doesn't normally end up with. Okay. She goes to this little, um, this uh, the party, the whatever, the event thing. But she uh-huh. goes in, you know, in a normal dress, like a, just a, a regular dress. But women's clothing yeah. doesn't have the option that men's does in some cases. So, he, you know, Clark can go to in a tuxedo to these events and wear the Superman thing underneath. Be good to go. Hop yeah. in the phone booth and ready. Like she, I don't know how, I, she changes quickly, obviously. But she had to mm-hmm. actually like run out of the room, you know, get out of sight and then go, you know, super change wherever that she did that and, and head yeah. back. Well, Clark has to do that most of the time anyway. He has to like he has to find a spot, but he's really just got to find, find a corner a damn, to tuck into, you know. He has to find a damn phone booth every five seconds. <laughs> Hell, those things are going away. It was a lot easier back in the find. day, right? It's just, you can't find them anymore. Now he's changing in porta potties. Yeah, that's what I never understood. Like in like the, the the Chris Reeve movies, they just have him like running. Like he runs into an alley and then runs out of the alley, pulling the shirt open. Right. I'm like, well, that served no purpose. Right. <laughs> You had coverage for a second there. Why did you run? Okay, it's a cool shot, I, I admit, but that made no sense. But, yeah, it was directly improportional to the purpose of him going in the freaking alley. Um, mm-hmm. Now, and something that I've wondered about for a while is, uh, you know, doing that move, the the do, do the quick change. It's not like Superman just tucked his, you know, it's not like he tucks his clothes into a pocket somewhere. Like, he's just leaving clothes all around the city. I've always thought of it as, like, his tr- contribution to the homeless population was just leaving clothes everywhere. Uh, no, man. A little I mean, side duty of the, the big blue boy scout. I can't get behind that. Why? I think he goes back and gets it. I think he goes back and gets the clothes. I think he goes and takes his jacket from a homeless man. That's, yeah. That is I, brash, I, sir. I, I, well, I watched Smallville. <laughs> and, man, I mean, the Kents, man, they didn't have a lot of money. I watched them struggle, man. I watched uh <laughs> I know. That's John why he Schneider. was so willing to help. Yeah, I watched John Schneider, man. He was he has some issues. I just uh, I think he raised Clark a little more thrifty than that, man. I don't think uh <laughs> I I'll, think Clark's a penny pincher. I I I choose to see him as charitable. <laughs> no, nah, man, he's a penny pincher. Look at those glasses. Right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Been wearing the same glasses for 70 years. Right? Oh. I felt bad um I really did feel bad for her. Like, she was probably going to die, but I, I totally would have died the same way. Like, let me die before you call for help. I, I would be that asshole. I really would. Mm-hmm. I felt I felt bad for her on that one, that, you know, she had been intervened. But same time, Jimmy had a great point, you know. I'd rather I'd rather you be mad at me than dead. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 he had to give him credit. He stood up for himself, you know. I like that this episode actually addressed the whole, why don't why doesn't she just call Superman thing? Right. And but, um, they tried and to put I, a I pin in it a little bit. I enjoy that he showed up. I did. Yeah. I thought they did an okay job with like keeping him just... Well, they made it... Doing it from her angle as she passes out gave him the opportunity to... like. I was able to buy it that we couldn't see him. We could only mm-hmm. see a foot. Yeah, that that was that was good. I liked it. It was a good mechanism. Yeah, I I enjoyed seeing just his ribcage and arm. Right. That was, that was awesome. It was enough for me. Thanks, Supergirl show. <laughs> I was good. That will tide me over until... Batman v Superman. Nothing will tide you over until Batman v Superman. I don't know. Batman v Superman won't tide me over. No. <laughs> and the 30 seconds of footage they've promised through 2015, that's probably not going to do the job either. Probably not. Oh, there's going to be a new trailer. <laughs> well, how much new footage is going to be in that trailer? Oh, oh, 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, pretty much. But about this what? time next year, we're going to put out a DVD. We're going to have the director's cut. Really? You're going to have the extended version? Yeah, all kind of, maybe. Oh. <laughs> Director's cut of what? 
Uh, Army of Darkness. <laughs> what? <laughs> they, they finally got the watch in. Were you happy? I, I would have been if the watch hadn't look, didn't look so damn cheap. It did look pretty cheap. But as you said, Clark's thrifty. It looked awful. Just said. We well, just, you just yeah. went through that. Clark is... He, Clark he is wasn't going to go buy this man a Rolex with a with a Superman button right. in the middle. Right. You know how much money I, it would take know, to modify a watch like this? He probably had to buy like a 40 buck watch somewhere. Right. And put just, thousands you know, of dollars of modifications it, in. It looked specifically like they said, well, we don't really want to create this because we want to make the special effects look better. Mm-hmm. So wasn't there like a signal watch that we had like on the shelf from like a few years ago when there was a Superman series on or something? And they said, no. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> What's a, what, what about that company that makes toys for McDonald's? Are they doing anything right now? This would look like a big old plastic round thing with a Superman symbol in it. <laughs> Sounds right. But that's all you need. Yeah. That's really yeah, all I you guess need. So. I like that. You I know, the so. funny part is they've, uh, they're playing against tight pretty hard because McCod Brooks is not a person who looks particularly vulnerable. But mm-hmm. they've done a lot to try to, you know, pierce his armor here the last couple episodes. You know, the, the, the one before he doesn't quite even stand up to Cat Grant. Not quite, really. I mean, he, he could have told him. He would have been well within his rights to tell her, uh, you know, don't bother with 24 hours. I'm the fuck out. You, I will. I refuse to have my relationship with my friends threatened for a job. Fuck you. Uh, mm-hmm. Would have been well within his rights. No, he just kind of took it, and he didn't really know what to do. He was he was completely at at the winds, man. He it, it really. It, Supergirl actually had to save his ass, even emotionally in that case. And he gets down to this one, and yeah. you realize that he goes through the whole story about I'm just so used to hitting that button when I'm afraid. Like apparently, there's just all these times back in the day in Metropolis when he was just shitting himself. <laughs> and was hitting the button over and over again. Now, to be fair, I don't know who exactly Superman's been facing, but, you know, you're you're just a dude. End of the day, you're just a dude. He's just back in Metropolis shitting himself. Right. Uh-oh. And running. He's a good runner, apparently. Which would seem to be a nice skill set to have if your best friend was one of the most sought-after uh, heroes mm-hmm. in the world. Right. Because they're going to be haters. I want to know what his best friend thinks about him trying to get all up in his cousin's grill. <laughs> so far he that's hasn't, right? Know. He got over there. Like, so, what's, uh, what's going on with Car? Nothing. Right. Nothing, buddy. Oh, when you finally met her, um, did you get the sense that he maybe, a, a lot of why he might have left Metropolis was to get away from that, what was her name? Lucy? Lucy? Lucy Lane? Yeah. Lois's sister? Right. Maybe. Probably. I'm wondering if that was the impetus to get out of town. Maybe. Um, she was, I thought Kara was just a little too upset over it when she, I mean, since she's listening in and completely invading their privacy. Oh, yeah. Bad Kara. Bad. Uh, not going to lie. If I had the power, I'd probably do it myself. I would, but, too, but I, I'm still aware that it's unethical. There, yeah, sure. But there was nothing, you know. Number one, there, that's nothing I want to see a person with an S on their chest do. Two. <laughs> that's two. fair. Uh, no, nothing about that conversation was should have given her that look of pain on her face, which made me wonder if they like changed it after they, they like they told her like, oh look, hey look, the, he's gonna be like, he's gonna definitely go out with her again. He's gonna be like happy about it, and you're gonna look really sad. And then like later they're like, yeah, that came off too weird. What's Jimmy been doing this whole time? <laughs> All right, so he'll do it reluctantly. Well, now she looks like she's really upset for no real reason. Eh, ah, uh, don't weird. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just been a while since you were infatuated. But, uh, yeah, maybe heartbreak comes um, quickly. Of course, you know, I've never been a freaking superhero either. Like, 
I like to think if I, you know, was a superhero and was that level of badass, I kind of wouldn't care if some random dude at work didn't necessarily fall over, you know. I, I think it'd be uh, exactly the opposite, frankly, because you wouldn't want someone just liking you because you're a superhero badass. You'd want someone to actually, you know, like you. So Yeah, you would, which is you would... why I wouldn't tell them. Right. Like, she tells everyone. She tells it's, everyone it's a growing she's list. Supergirl. And now she's, she's uh, yeah, she and co. are outing Superman 2. It's gotten you know, there's a lot of... They could stand to take a couple of lessons on secrecy, maybe. Mm-hmm. A little bit more DL. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually, you know, thinking of sending a card to the to the producers that says, I lied to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You this bring up is... a good point. Fuck it. I'll take all of this before I take one, I lied to protect you. Right. Of course. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Of course. You have shown me the way. I've, I've seen, I've seen the alternative and I prefer this. Of course. <laughs> I can't do Arrow season two again. I can't. I can't. I won't. Mm. So when she's fighting Reactron, is it was it just me or did it seem like um she didn't did it seemed like they forgot that she's Supergirl? Um because it's it's no. like she's kind of she doesn't fly, she doesn't use like any of her powers to her advantage. She just kinda like it's like uh watching Batman fight Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. It's just like throwing oh, awkward punches. Throwing oh. awkward punches. <laughs> It was, but I didn't have nearly a problem with that. I really didn't like the fight scene. Didn't bother me. Um, I'm like Kara, I, I wasn't have sitting there thinking. Vision, you have flight. You have. I mean, yeah, no, you don't understand how to do the ice vision or ice breath yet. But I mean, you probably can, don't you need have super it yet. strength. You Not can grab this. him. You can fly up. And how did this son of a bitch actually ta- almost take down Superman? Right. A number. She just of times? took down an actual Kryptonian one episode ago in a fist fight. Yeah, that done her wrong. I think they pulled it back a little bit to make it seem more prescient uh, the other thing was though she couldn't actually really destroy him because he does he has a giant reactor in his chest he'll he'll destroy everyone in the building and several blocks beside him mm-hmm. so she can't just take him out she does have to use kid gloves a little bit but that wasn't nearly painful. as much a problem for me as like wind falls under the giant pillar and it takes him about 15 seconds to get the the mental wherewithal to actually move his ass <laughs> Yeah, they even do the thing where she's like holding it and she kind of looks down at him and I swear that she had a look on her face like, what are you doing? fucking move. move. (laughs) Or, again, like it's not like the pillar has to fall right there. She's Supergirl. She just tossed the pillar to the side, right? Just chunk it. Mm -hmm. Just chunk it over. I thought, honest to God, I thought she was about to grab the thing like a freaking baseball bat and just hammer him. That would have been fun. Wouldn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing quite like it. I did like... uh, when they finally got to the power shot of her uh, holding off his little beams with one hand, I was happy. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, that's the shot I was promised. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. I saw a uh, I saw a review that had the title something like um, "This week Supergirl has special effects that you would see in movies" or something like. And I <laughs> thought that's not true. <laughs> I thought all. they'd done okay with the action and the special effects in the show, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're yeah, okay. we're 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 we got some. Obviously, you've got some choreography, choreographing uh, choices that you didn't like. But come on, yeah, it's been shot well. Sure, I, I, I don't um, think they've phoned that in yet. I think you were exactly right, though. Is you know exactly okay. <laughs> like I'm kind of actually getting a little nauseous with how much the reviewers are are just like fawning over this show because it it is exactly on like the good side of mediocre. Yeah, it, it's not this. 
brilliant show that everyone's pretending it is just because it's supergirl it's just i don't just think it's not yet. it's not it's just there's, there's been a little bit of there's been a lot more fluff than i would have i would have thought i'd seen i thought there'd be at least a few more people that just really lit I into mean, it a little bit but i'll put it this way the last episode we posted was the goth the gotham review for this last episode of gotham mm-hmm. and we railed on that episode mm-hmm. that episode was more entertaining than this episode of Supergirl. Oh, I disagree. I enjoyed this one more. It was more entertaining just because of how batshit crazy and awful it was, but it was more entertaining. Supergirl was less entertaining, more mediocre, but overall a better show. So that, that's 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 how I feel about it. Well, I, I agree with the conclusion, overall a better show, but I was. I was entertained. I mean, I enjoyed the show. I actually did. And, you know, I, I had that choice. It was Monday night. What was I going to watch? I read the description for Gotham mm. and went, yep, Supergirl's happening. Yeah, sure. It, I just read the description. It said Barbara, 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 Barbara. Okay, that's four Barbaras. Hmm. I'm going to put right. that off. <laughs> and I happily meandered over to CBS. Right. And enjoyed myself some Supergirl. I don't think you can actually rush over to CBS. I think the only way you get to CBS is by meandering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took me a second to focus my eyes going from fox to cbs it's just much brighter right mm-hmm. a lot more white on screen i feel like like there's no show on cbs that makes you rush over there though i feel like any show on cbs just makes you go well, okay mike and molly it is yeah that's that's been my feelings about cbs for a while I, I will say this this is the first time i've actually meant to intended to watch a show on cbs in probably seven or eight years right right and I don't even know what that was in seven or eight years. It may be longer. Just willing to guess it's around that time. I know yeah. it's at least that much. I remember one time I stopped on CBS a couple of years ago and was like, uh, oh, wait, hey, who let Will Wheaton back on TV? <laughs> and um, that turned out to be Big Bang Theory and mm. promptly changed the channel. Right. Um, <laughs> what, are like, they, oh, what, what, what are they, they ch- calling that? Nerd exploitation? Uh, I call it another shitty Chuck Lorre show is what I call it. Yeah, that, that's fair too. So, uh, you got anything else on the, this episode of Supergirl? Nah. I, I did, like, uh, one little line at the end. She demands to eat the last, like, dumpling, and I hope you get fat eating that. Not on this planet. <laughs> that was the most relatable, I feel like, they've been. Actually, the most sister. relatable she was was when she throws the pillow, and she's sitting there gloating right in the face. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I, I've done that to people. You hit them right in the face. Sure. You're so proud. Sure. See, what I was hoping was that she would do it be all playful and she like throws the pillow and it just snaps her sister's neck. <laughs> like, that was that Consequence of being happen. Supergirl. Consequence of being Supergirl. <laughs> that was not meant to be. We're not going to get all Snydery on the shit, man. Yeah. Like, oh, that was... Go- it'd be Goyery. Right, no, I'm going to say Goyery. Yeah, I'll take that, that back be, on Snyder. That would My be bad, so- Snyder. You haven't earned that. That would be such a uh, he was he 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 was an accomplice, but <laughs> that would be such the perfect call out. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be the perfect call out. Referring to a show you were already in on another channel. That'd be good. Anyway, <laughs> I'm good. That's gonna do I'm it. Wrapped. That's gonna do it uh, for this episode. We are DC on screen. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at DC On Screen or wherever podcasts are listened to. Be sure to leave us five star ratings and good reviews over on iTunes and Stitcher. That really helps us out a lot. Uh, you can also find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. Um, 
if you're interested in a similar podcast, go check out uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast with our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall. And uh, until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more." But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.